Welcome to the Get Well, Get Money podcast. My name is Robert Briggs Glover, the ex-fat boy turned fitness entrepreneur. This podcast is about life transformation, body, mind, finances. And I'm going to be using the lessons that I've learned and the lessons that my guests have learned in order to get you guys on the right path towards wellness and wealth. All right, squad, welcome back to the podcast. I have my man, Chris Schaefer. A man who I respect on a lot of levels, right? But we're not going to get into his personal creds. Make sure you follow him on social media. Matter of fact, share, share with them your social media real quick. Really easy, but very difficult to spell because nobody ever gets it right. So uh, it's at C-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R. Okay. S-C-H-A-F-E-R. So it's at Christopher Schaefer. Christopher, it'll, no H. It'll, it'll be no Christopher, no H. Yeah, C-R-I-S. I don't think I've seen it spelled that way it, anyway so the information to on how to reach him on social media will be in the show notes uh make sure you guys check him out he's a he's yeah. a great guy someone that i've you know through mutual friends we've known each other for a very long time i've always been uh, a long distance admirer of his work and just who he is as a man as, as a husband as a father so i first and foremost want to salute you and thank you for being brave in talking with me about this because this is something that it's, it's not easy to be vulnerable mm-hmm. about this sort of stuff, but you're a very intellectual guy. You're very um, aware, and and you, you mentioned humility, you know, mm-hmm. before we started, and that's a, that's such a big, important part of making this change, right? Yeah. You have to be willing to face your shit. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So just give us a little background about what's going on. What, what brings you to this seat in my living room? Uh, with us about to have this conversation what what brings you here well first i gotta commend you because like you sharing your journey and my mutual respect for you is just like motivation like for years i've been watching you transform Mm. your body and like for you to share your journey like that's a very humble thing to do right that's very selfless um and it speaks a lot about who you are in your inner core you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like Mm -hmm. you're the type of person that i feel like i could relate to because i'm like oh you fighting the same battles i'm fighting and for you to put that on display for not just myself but i mean all the people that you know kind of look up to you and followed your path like man it's like all right all right, and, and you and I had a conversation. We linked up this summer in Chicago, mm-hmm. and it was very brief. It was actually your birthday. Yep. Um, yep. And you came to one of the sh- one of Jazzy Jeff shows, and it was just kicking in. He was like, "Yeah, it's my birthday." And when you left out, you was like, "Man, just let me know if you ever want to get with me on the, you know, on on the other tip." Mm-hmm. No, n- you know, it wasn't specific, but I knew what you were talking yeah, about, and I was yeah. just like, "Yeah, he right." <laughs> yeah, I mean, into into comment on on you know. What I do, and, and, and it's not easy being as transparent as I am, bro. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. It's hard, um, but I, I definitely feel like it's so, so privacy, right? We all have this. Oh, you know, we want to keep these private parts of our lives mm-hmm. to ourselves, and I think that's part of the problem, you know, because I remember when I was going through things, whether it was through weight issues, whether it was through you know my issues with depression or my family issues, it, it wasn't until I had someone share a similar struggle that I felt empowered, right? Mm-hmm. I, I always, we have this bad tendency of isolating ourselves with our issues, right? We think it's just us. We're the only ones dealing with, with food addiction. We're mm-hmm. the only ones dealing with these issues with our families and, and, and all that. And as I came across pe- people in my journey that, that opened up to me, whether it's in the public or in private one-on-one, 
it made me feel not alone, right? And that's my mission with this. I want people to understand that it's not just y'all, you know, who are dealing with this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and the same struggles that I had back when I was 360 pounds, I Ooh, still deal wow. with some of yeah. it. You feel me? It's, a, it's an ever, you always have to work at this, mm-hmm. right? There's no destination with this. There's never going to be this moment where you're like, yo, I'm satisfied. I made it. You feel what I'm saying? So I think that's important to understand from the very beginning because that calibrates your expectations a little bit better. You feel what I'm saying? Because this is this is a thing. It, this food addiction is a real thing. Emotional eating is a real thing. Um, oh, and, I know all about that. Yeah, yeah. And it and yeah. I don't want to get into you know the conspiracy you know theories and how it's all systematic. And, right, right. And, uh, that's a whole other conversation. Food did this to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know. At the, at the same time, I want to show people that we have the power to take control. Yeah. We, have, we have the power. And it starts with believing that yeah. you have the power. I think, I think I think majority of it really though is just like a mental it's a mental thing. One hundred percent. All mental. Like 100%. The, the physicality of everything, right? And and being held accountable in the gym. Like when you go to the gym, you're not gonna not work out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's the mental part. You get there. That's that's the biggest battle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I've, I've, I've obviously, you know, have had battles with weight in the past before mm-hmm. where I've like lost weight and felt really good about myself. Like just last year, I went vegan for like three months. Mm-hmm. Dude lost like 30 pounds. I was like, yo, I feel great. Yeah. Like this is awesome. Like, I mean, you wake up in the morning, you got energy, like ready to go to the gym. You're mm-hmm. ready to work at night. You go to bed all casual. You know, you're not like crash and burn. You know what I'm saying? So, like, so let me ask you this. Let me stop you there. Mm-hmm. All right. So you lost 30 pounds doing the vegan thing. But first, before oh, yeah. before we get there, right? I want I want the audience to have a little bit of background context mm-hmm. on how this this meeting between you and I happened. What's going on with you medically in your personal life? Like, what, what oh led yeah, you, what yeah. Led you so. The other day, uh, I had been battling like an issue with my knee. Uh, after working an event this summer, I had a, I had hit my knee on something, and like people were like, "Oh, maybe you just hit, you know, you hit your bursa and you popped your bursa, and like mm. my knee was swollen, started popping, and all this stuff." And like when I hit it, I hit it pretty hard, like it was gushing blood and all that. Damn. Right. So it was nasty, right? Um, and. So I was like, ah, oh, it'll be all right. Give me a couple of days. And, and I had to work the event. So I was like, I'm not going to like go to the doctor right now. I can mm. still walk. Yeah. You know, that mentality of like, oh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah. so, so continued to work the event. Went all summer. Just kept letting it go, letting it go. But then like the pain wouldn't go away. And I was like, ah, uh, just last week I was like, let me go to the doctor. And when did this happen? Uh, this was in like August. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so it's been two, a minute. Months. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I go to the doctor and... You know, I'm like, uh, I was talking with somebody last week, actually, and they were like, oh, it sounds like a torn meniscus if it's been going that long. Mm. I have both of mine done. You should, you know, just go get it checked up on. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, yeah, let me go in there for this torn meniscus. I go in, they give me the x-rays. And then, you know, during the x-rays and all that, or the exam, rather, they take your blood pressure and, you know, and she checked my blood pressure and she was like, Mm. Let me run that again. Let me mm. just make sure. Mm. And she ran it again, and it was like 165 over 105. Mm. Now I don't know anything about blood pressure readings, but mm. that didn't sound right. Mm. So, mm. so 
So she's like, we'll check it again before you leave. The doctor comes in. He's like, looking at your x-rays. I don't see anything torn, but you'd need an MRI if we could determine if there was like a ligament or something like that. Mm. He's like, but what I think we should do is a cortisone shot. So he gives me this cortisone shot to the knee. I'm like, cool. He's like, just wait a couple days. It should like relax a little bit. So on my way out, I'm like, well, I'm supposed to get my blood pressure taken again. So she takes my blood pressure again. It's like 150 over 100. She's like, your blood pressure is really high and i'm like oh this is crazy right because it's not the first time i've heard it yeah. in the past few years yeah. you know i've gone to my primary physician and he's like just keep an eye on your blood pressure take care of this because the first time i went vegan mm-hmm. that's you know? so after a conversation with your, with your doctor <laughs> well, my primary like, mm-hmm, yeah okay so that that's where it initially started but this time around it was just like all right now you know you've been slipping back off mm-hmm. you need to get back right so you know, they take your blood pressure, all that, and he tells me I'm fine. Just give it a couple of days. And, you know, when you walk out of a doctor's office and they're like, you got high blood pressure, you're like, oh, this is weighing on me heavy now. Yeah, yeah. All this stuff. So you start, you know, get to Googling. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I went out and bought, like, a blood pressure monitor, mm. switched from Aleve to Advil. One of the things they told me was, like, Aleve causes high blood pressure. Mm. So I cut that out immediately. She was like, go to ibuprofen. And I was taking a leave for the knee. Mm. But, <laughs> yeah. So she was like, just switch it up. Da, 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 da. But anyway, you know, I let it, it, it just dwelled on me for a couple of days. And I was just like, had a conversation with my wife. And I was like, yeah, this is lifestyle change time. Like, yes, sir. I'm going to take bricks up on his offer, mm-hmm. hit him up, you know, and, and just see, see what are the possibilities. You yeah. know what I'm saying? All right. So, so, okay. So last time you left the doctor with the scare is when you went into the, you know, you experimented with the vegan mm. uh, way of eating. Right. Mm-hmm. So did you go in initially with the intention of making that a lifestyle or was that just like, okay, this is something I'm going to, I'm going to do right now to try to initially it was a lifestyle. I was like, you know, and I went cold turkey. I went straight up, like threw everything out the fridge type mm-hmm. thing. You know, mm-hmm. not in like a fit of rage or nothing yeah, like yeah, you see yeah. in like TV or nothing. Yeah. But no, it was more like a just, you know, let me paint a positive picture of what I should be doing. And mm-hmm. after a week, once I get acclimated to being vegan, I'm sure it'll be smooth sailing. And it was. Mm-hmm. It really was. It's like that first week was the biggest, you know, challenge. Yeah. But um, I was home for a while, so like, yeah, it was easy to go vegan for like three months. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so is it is, is it the lifestyle with work? Is that was that the biggest? Yeah. Hindrance? Okay. Yeah. So I travel a lot. Yeah. As you know, you yeah. know, I, I travel for a living. I work with entertainers. I'm a content creator, film, you know, doing doing uh, filmmaking, music videos, things like that. So it requires you to travel a lot, you know, and. Trying to be vegan and traveling, they just kind of, it's very hard. I'm, I'm sure you're learning because I think you're on yeah, a vegan so right journey now, right, right now, right? Yeah, right yeah. now, I'm, I'm 32 days plant-based. And one of the biggest challenges of that lifestyle is travel, just yeah. like you said. So I can understand that. It takes a lot of preparation Listen. in order to, to really adhere to that yeah. sort of lifestyle because this world isn't set up for plant-based eating. It's just it's just not. No. It's hard. It's, it's, it's hard enough to eat halfway decent in any mm-hmm. realm mm-hmm. of of nutrition let alone when you're cutting out dairy and meats and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff now one thing that i'm being very intentional about is not trying to push plant-based onto people because that is just one of a hundred different ways of eating mm-hmm. that will allow you to optimize your health right that was just the natural progression for me over the last seven years, as I slowly started 
being able to afford better foods as I started uh, feeling better, the natural progression, because the last seven years, every year, I'm trying to get better and better and better at at feeling healthier and healthier and healthier and healthier. So it started with just, you know, eating the typical what they call bro diets where I was eating chicken breast, brown rice, broccoli all, mm-hmm. all the time. That wasn't sustainable, but it was it was um, practical at the time because it was very affordable. It, it didn't involve a lot of thinking. I pretty much ate the same thing, but it wasn't sustainable. Like no one wants to eat the same thing every single day. But that was one of the first stages. And then I switched over to adding more variety, but having more organic grass-fed uh, meats and um, just experimenting some more with the different types of grains and, and carbs. And just that was the next stage. And then I, I cut out beef and pork. That was another stage. And then so now there's just the natural you know, evolution of the pursuit. And all of this is just experimenting. It's not me saying this is the way to do it. This is the way not to do it. This is me trying things, observing how my body responds to it, how I feel, how well am I sleeping, how's my attitude, how, you know, what's my mental clarity like. And if it works for me, it works for me. I don't say this is, you know, this is the way to do it. But anyway, so from where you stand right now, um, this this thing is a, is about forming new habits, 100%. And it, it's also about using your self-awareness because you're, like I mentioned, you're, I know you're a very self-aware person. You're, you're a smart dude and you get it, right? But using that, those tools to really pick up on your patterns, pick up on your relationship with foods, pick up on when you're feeling certain emotional, you know, things emotionally that causes you to eat a certain way or um, making sure that you're preparing for your lifestyle, right? You travel a lot. So that means you're going to have to do a little bit more prep work in order to yeah. sustain this. That, that's where it gets challenging. So, like, yeah, when, when I did end up losing, like, you know, the weight after going vegan, you know, I was home for three months. It's like, okay, now it's time for a tour, right? So mm. when you lose 30 pounds, you're like, I'm going to treat myself a little bit. On this tour, I'm going to have a good time. Mm. When I come back home, it's back to the discipline, right? So the tours we go on are usually like four to six weeks. It really mm-hmm. just depends on, you know, how long we're going to be out. Yeah. Trying to prep for four to six weeks is, you, you just can't. Yeah. You might be able to prep for like the first week. After that first week, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I out. say prep, right, I don't yeah. mean necessarily packing food, mm-hmm. right? So that's one aspect of preparing, but I mean... All right, knowing what CDs you're going to be in, knowing what restaurants are going to be available to you, knowing, look, looking up the menus, you know, knowing where, what the venues are. Maybe you can order food and have it, it delivered mm-hmm. to, the, to the spot. or Like, it's, it's work, but we are living in a world where it's not set up for us to, to eat healthy. And knowing that your family is depending on you to mm-hmm. be here for the next 40, 50, 60 years. You have to make it important enough to you. You know, you know, you will, bro. <laughs> right, but it just right. has to be important yeah. enough to you because we are literally what we eat. Literally, yeah. there's so many lifestyle-induced um, diseases that we are. You know, for so long we've been blaming it on genetics. We've been, been blaming it on all this other stuff. We never blame it on lifestyle. No, though. we don't blame it on lifestyle, and you that's all mean. it is. It's yeah. it's. 
I want to say it's 90% lifestyle. It's All, funny, my, though, because, you, yeah, you go into, like, the doctor and you fill out the paperwork and they're like, do you have a family history of X, Y, and Z? And you're like, yeah. Does that mean I'm about to? No, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, no, that's not going to be who I am mm-hmm. because, you know, no, I don't but, eat like that or and whatever. I, and, it's, and it's just a lack of, I mean, I don't know, the, the whole healthcare system, that's another rabbit hole we can jump yeah. into and how that's set up for us to it's that's anyway i don't want to get into that but um it's not about genetics it's not about family history as much as we thought it was over the last hundreds of years or so you feel me it's it's so much more than that and i've been getting into the study of epigenetics and how your genetic makeup changes based on your lifestyle Mm. and it's 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 a phenomenal like it's so interesting. I've been diving a little bit into it. It's so interesting, but there's we just been lied to, bro. We've been lied to for so long, and uh, it's it's just time for us to take responsibility, bro. It's a, it's a 100% about the choices we make every single day and the approach. So I want to back up a little bit. You spoke about um, the whole mindset behind. All right, I'm about to go on this tour four to six weeks. I'm gonna have fun, and then I'll get back disciplined when I get home. Mm-hmm. That is a flaw in your thinking right there that shows um that you're not approaching this as as a life like with the with the goal of making this a part of your lifestyle no matter where you are whether you're at home whether you're on the road it's about balance though you i don't want you to you can't it's not gonna work if you're feeling deprived if you're feeling like it's a it's a chore for you to eat healthy if it's a chore for you to exercise that's not going to work right there's not there's not a one side. It's not a one approach that works. It's about ex- experimenting. You know, it's about experimenting and it's about changing your perspective on on it. You mm-hmm. know, and I understand. See, I try not to. See, the thing is, I, I've been there and it was it was a lot of trial and error. It was a lot of pain involved because I, I didn't have the guidance. I didn't have a Bricks Fitness to turn to mm-hmm. for guidance and a lot of the times, I can give you the best advice. Some people, they, you know, it'll plant a seed and later on experience because words don't teach. You know, I, be, I believe that. Words don't teach. It'll plant a seed, but eventually you'll have experiences that will make the seeds from these conversations or mm-hmm. wherever you learn from, it'll make those seeds like bloom in your head. Like, okay, yeah, I get it now. Because conceptually... I can tell you, like, no, I don't want you to go on a quote-unquote diet, right? It's it's about slowly changing your relationship with food. And you can probably conceptualize the difference between the two, but you, we're so programmed f- to go on diets. Like, we're going to go on a diet. When that diet, going on a diet doesn't work, bro. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't work. You just have to, like I said, slowly work on identifying your habits and your eating patterns and what causes you to go all out on a diet like you did with the vegan thing and then fall off three Mm -hmm. months later, right? We got to break those cycles. It's important for you to have those experiences, but the mental approach is, is everything. Mm -hmm. It's, it's everything. So again, my advice from where you st- stand right now is for you to take it very slow, very slow. And I'm like most people. I have issues with patience. You feel me? I have issues with I want it now. I'm from the microwave generation, bro. 
we we the microwave generation yeah bro we want it now <laughs> we want that junk yeah in three yeah. minutes hot you feel me and it just doesn't work like that with this it doesn't it's, it's taken me seven years to get to this place that i'm in right but when i got when i uh, approached it initially it was like yeah man in three months i'm a I got this goal, man, I want to be down 50 pounds and da 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 I want to have this six-pack by the summer. And, like, nah, it, it, didn't work, it didn't work out like that. Yeah. And because of my approach, because of this, I came home, threw everything out. I tried to, you know, make this drastic change to my lifestyle. I ran into a lot of issues, bro. I gained back 60 pounds four times. Wow. Four or five times, 60 pounds. And it wasn't until two years ago that I stopped gaining back at least 30 or 40 pounds every year. You feel what I'm saying? It was because my approach was way too aggressive. I was trying to do way too much, way too fast. And it, it, it disrupted my life too much. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Like you have 38 years, 39. I mean, I don't know how old you are of, of experiences that you're trying or, or, or patterns of behavior and, 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 and mindset that you're trying to reverse, right? That's, it's, only, it's only natural that that's going to take time. That's going to take time. And, and, and trying to do it too aggressively, I, yo, this is what I believe, man. Anything we do to try to speed up the process only ends up setting us back further in the long run. If you think about it, all the diets where you're cutting out food groups and, and you're trying to do too much, you're trying to work out six, seven days a week when you haven't worked out in three years, you feel what I'm saying? All of these things that we're, we're, that we're thinking <laughs> right. is going to make it happen faster right. only ends up setting us back. It only ends up discouraging us. It only ends up you know, making it, um, taking away our confidence because we set, we're setting ourselves up for failure. But nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear take small changes. Like I'll like I'll have a conversation with someone and we'll assess their habits, right? Oh, I'll figure out they they drink seven sodas a week, right? And my my initial suggestion to them would be: don't go out and join the gym. Don't go on a diet. Don't do all this. Let's cut back from seven sodas a week to three sodas a week and get three thirty-minute walks in a week. Let's start there. You want to make small changes that you can realistically commit to and then build on them joints. Mm -hmm. It's a process, just like the process of anything, of being successful in the business and and pursuing your dream. It's a process that takes time. It's those incremental wins that you pile on top of each other over a long period of time that leads to what people see as instant success or instant transformation. There's nothing instant about anything that's worthwhile. You know that as a man, as a successful man in your career, you know how long it took you to reach the levels that you are in right now. Right? Time and patience. It took time. Mm -hmm. And you have to take that same mental approach with this. You Mm -hmm. have to. One one, one thing that... um that really gets me going right is like a creative challenge right so whenever somebody not even a creative challenge a challenge period yeah like i I don't like to turn down a challenge you know what i'm saying so like for me like when we talked initially you were like you know let's do the podcast Mm -hmm. you know you can be anonymous and i was like 
I'm gonna be up there with the with the uh, witness protection voice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was like, you know what? No, this is a challenge. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like when I I like to be held accountable for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so if I hold myself accountable. Putting myself out there is holding mm-hmm. myself accountable. It's a challenge, you know what I'm saying? Because now I have to speak for it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. So like, there's no like, and, and this goes back to the humility part. You got to have some humility in you mm-hmm. in order to acknowledge who you are and determine where you want to go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, like I said, I think there's millions of people that have done, you know, this diet or that diet, and then they never stick to mm-hmm. it. I'm I'm one of those. Yeah. You know, I'm Me sure too. you've been that Me as too. well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, but like, I know that, yeah, as a 38 year old man, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, I'm ready to take it to the next level. I was, uh, now the, the biggest challenge for me, right? Again, diet is part of it, right? Finding food on the road, but also like, like I got a gym membership. Mm-hmm. I haven't used it in a year. Yeah. Why? I don't have the time. I'm always traveling. I'm in a hotel somewhere or, you know, at a at a, at a venue or an event or mm-hmm. something like that, you know? You have the time, though. Yeah, let it's me, crazy, let me, right? Let me, you do have the time. It's crazy. You have to you have to make that time. It has mm-hmm. to be important enough to you where you prioritize it because yeah. you may not have time to drive to a gym when you're in, uh, you know, a random city, but you do have 30 minutes to work out do some body weight exercises in your hotel room. Mm-hmm. Oh, listen, I, I was just on this set of Bad Boys, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking with uh, one of Will's security guys. This dude is like you, like, you know, six foot four, like all straight, zero body fat, mm-hmm. you know, kind of guy, you know? And he's just like, he's like, dude, he's like, give yourself a month working out in the hotel. He was like, you'll be a different dude. Mm-hmm. He was like, don't worry about a gym. You don't need a gym no, to work you don't. out. You don't. He was, like, he was like, I crank out 250 pushups a day. It's 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 nothing now, but body weight, man. You just got to figure it out. Use your body to yep. figure it out. And I'm like, so like he he set me up with like a workout and and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, if I can find out what works for me, mm-hmm. find out the diet that works for me. Yeah. It's like, man, I'm ready. I'm ready for the challenge. So my my <laughs> my advice is to spend most of your willpower and your mental energy on nutrition, mm-hmm. right? Start off as simple as just committing yourself to a few walks per week. When it comes to exercising, you're going to build on that. The, the, the nutrition part is the biggest part, obviously. Yeah. It's the most challenging part, and it's the most impactful part on your health, right? Exercise is very important. I'm not, gonna, I'm not trying to you know, discount the importance of exercise, but first things first, you know, Start start with something, you know, that you can commit to, like I said, a few walks. And if you want to just do some cardio in the gym or maybe do 15, 20 minutes of weights and maybe 15, 20 minutes of cardio if you have access to a gym. But I just don't for your lifestyle. Right. And everyone's approach is going to be different. This is based on what I know about your lifestyle. Um, you want to make it as seamless as possible. You want to make it as easy and simple as possible for you to adhere to it. So. If you get out of your mind that you need to be doing push-ups and lifting weights in order to be successful with this, that's going to help you in the long term because less is more, uh, especially, like I said, for you, you're always on the go. If, if, if you In your head, you're like, okay, as long as I can get in a 30-minute walk today, I'm good and, and I'm eating, you know, I'm, I'm sticking to my, my nutrition plan. That's going to be enough if you do that for a long time. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And then eventually, as you start getting in better shape and you start feeling better, 
you'll be able to do more activity, you know, as far as exercise. And it won't be such a chore. It won't be such a, you know, a strenuous thing on you, bro. Because it's not, you know, people try to do the, the, the nutritional equivalent of, of, like, I'm not going to tell you to, yo, give me 20 burpees right now. You feel me? Like, I'd be like, wow, that's crazy. You feel, you feel, you feel <laughs> what I'm saying? No, but a lot of people, right. they try to do that. They try yeah. to, they, they haven't gone to the gym two, three years, but they're trying to get in the gym six days a week and they're trying to do an hour and a half of weightlifting and 30, 40 minutes of cardio. Like, no, no, that's way too much. You don't even enjoy that. You don't, when you're done with that, you're discouraged the next day when you wake up and your body is aching and it wasn't a positive experience. Like while you're developing your relationship with exercise, you kind of got to court exercise, bro. You got to treat it like you're dating it. You want to make sure that initially all your experience experiences with exercise are positive experiences. You're not because it doesn't, because if you think about it, it doesn't even take exercise to lose weight. No, it's or it's a hundred percent diet it's and diet. mental. If I, if I'm being honest, yes. like la- like last year, like um, my wife signed me up for a two k, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying. So like, you know, two weeks before the two k, I'm in the gym every day. Mm-hmm. I'm on the ellipse. I, I don't like running, right? Because I got the knee mm-hmm. issue yeah, yeah. and I have another ankle issue, a bone spur in my ankle. Mm-hmm. So if it, if I don't stretch it out right, it gets irritated. So I do the elliptical, but I'm like, I'm doing this two k. Like, yeah, it's a challenge. So. Yeah, like two weeks before, I'm like, you know, just prepping and stretching and getting my heart rate right and all this stuff. Did the 2K, no problem. I was like, that was great. Mm -hmm. What did I celebrate with? You went out to eat. Man. Yeah. Man. Yeah, see? You know, and it's not even like a matter of like eating meal. I don't eat horrible meals. I really don't, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. I really don't eat horrible meals. I snack Mm -hmm. on sweets a lot. Okay. It like and they came out with dairy free uh, Ben and Jerry, so th- shout out to Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, but before that, it was just like you know every night I need ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I need the extra sweet creamer I in my coffee. Str- I struggle every- with that too. Listen, but you got to treat yourself, or you'll break. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every balance. once in a while, balance. Exactly. It's really about balance, man. And like reconditioning myself like this is part of the journey you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying make yourself uncomfortable to get comfortable in another space yeah you know my wife always tells me she's like when it's time for change god will make you uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you know and i'm not the most super religious person but i'm like that makes sense no it's true though the the universe will speak to you 100 percent. you know what i'm saying 100 percent. and you're in that space now exactly and that's a good space to be in like Mental challenges is we always talk about like mental challenges being the hardest thing in the world. One thing that I started doing uh, about uh, maybe two years ago was like meditating, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Meditating mm. really helps me settle my mind. It yes. really helps me settle my thoughts, right? And when I'm consistent at it, my life flows. Oh yeah, my life flows. But when I don't meditate, and when I don't focus on like making myself a priority, mm. taking care of myself mm. and mm. conditioning my mental for the day. Yeah. Cause you gotta do it every day. Every day. You every know what day. I'm saying? You gotta remind yourself every day what you're up against and what's gonna bring you back down when you get elevated or if you start to feel so, pressure so, or whatever. Yeah, so let me stop you right there. So this 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 is a few words that when I when I come across them have has changed my life. And and one of the words is is entropy. 
right? Mm -hmm. So entropy, the, the basic concept behind entropy is that when something is not, um, when something is not, um, what's the word, kept up, right? It will, it will eventually fall back into disorder, right? It will fall back into chaos. So with everything, whether it's your relationship with your wife, whether it's your health, whether it's your business, it, it takes constant upkeep in order to in order to preserve the benefits of of the of those things right so like with meditation that's one of the things that has oh my god meditation has changed my life chris on on, on levels and that and i'm glad you brought it up because i always kind of feel um people are, are, are starting to you know turn a corner with accepting meditation as yeah. as, as a non-religious or too too spiritual yeah. or hocus pocus type stuff but there's so much science now behind the benefits of, of meditation and it, it's something that initially i struggled with for a very long time because i was overthinking it i was over you you it's almost impossible to meditate wrong Mm -hmm. To be honest, because meditation is so many things and it's so individual to every person, right? But for the people listening right now, if if you're looking for somewhere to invest some energy into somewhere that I believe has the highest rate of return, right? Uh, as far as your time invested into into it versus what it's going, the, the, the benefits that it will give you. Mm -hmm meditation is one of those things that will affect every area of your life your relationships your 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 nutrition your overall mental state it's it's i can go on and on and on about it if you guys listen to this podcast you know that i'm such an advocate for meditation so being that you are already a meditator bro listen, meditation is mental exercise that's it 100 <laughs> that's a good it's way to very frame, simple frame it. yeah mental exercise like if your body is trained, right, to be conditioned to, you know, pick things up and move things or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Run a mile. Then you're conditioned to do that. Yeah. You know, your body, you're in control of your body. Mm -hmm. So if you can meditate, and I started off, man, three minutes a day. Now yep. I'm like 10, 15 minutes yep. a day. It's yep. cool. Yep. Um, and it's just a little bit of time for yourself. But if you condition your mind, if you exercise your mind, all those things that are going through your head all day. Oh, I feel unhappy about being overweight or, oh, my God, my career is in shambles or whatever it is. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like the meditation helps you wrestle those things and oh, yeah. bring them back in. And then you have control again. Refocus your stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. I love meditation, man. I recommend it to everybody. I probably people probably get tired of me preaching meditation. Yeah, that's good. Like they probably hate me, like because no, of no, no. But it's <laughs> not. But it's a powerful thing, man. But like yeah. you mentioned, it's all mental. This mm -hmm. whole fitness thing, you know, all, everything in life, I feel like is mental. Mm -hmm. our, our minds is what creates our rea our realities, man. And I believe that without getting too woo woo on y'all, but we literally think our realities into into being. You know, yeah. so yeah. if you invest the time into strengthening your mind and strengthening your will and your focus, you can you can create whatever body, life, financial situation, relationship that you want. Right. But you do have to do the work. You have, you, you have to do the work. You have to prioritize that time for yourself. And it's not always easy. I get it. You know, we have intense schedules. We have families. We have jobs. But listen, none of that matters if you're not mentally and physically 
in a good place. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And and I think that a lot of people too, man, like they're scared to take the L. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna take some L's. Oh yeah. You're gonna take the L. Like like I mean like whether it's your your physical or your job or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You got to take that L and turn it around. Mm-hmm. You know, look at it as a challenge. Like, don't be afraid to be like, oh, I fell off this week because I didn't go to the gym or I fell off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because of my diet or, yeah, I had that Krispy Kreme this morning and what? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, every once in a while you take those, but you you got to be – I think you know what I'm saying. No, you know no, absolutely. I mean? yeah. and, I, and I think – and that's a great point. I think the way you frame – these quote unquote L's, right? These these losses, perceived losses, because they're mm-hmm. not, because all successes are built on these quote unquote losses. We can't, did, did you, that's, and it's cliche as hell, right? But we learn way more through our failures than we do, do through our success. It's, mm-hmm. That's just a fact. So when you look at a loss or a setback, as if you choose the perspective as okay this is an opportunity for me to grow for me to get better for me to sharpen myself in some way but you can know that right but in the moment when you're feeling the emotion from that loss if you can find it in yourself to in that moment harness that and, and, and have that intention like all right look this is here to teach me something let me look for it you have to look for it you can't just it's not going to just come to you if you're beating yourself up Mm-hmm. about these losses or if you slipped up on your on your quote-unquote diet and you you ate mcdonald's or if you a, after the club you're drunk you ate pizza and the next morning you're feeling shitty and it and, happens and, it happens yeah. but the self the self-loathing yeah. doesn't help and that's where the meditation helps you prepare a little bit better for those yeah. types of situations and i feel like Personally, like I told you about my, you know, the vegan journey. When I went back on the road, I wasn't meditating. Mm. Therefore, I wasn't working mm. out. And mm. I wasn't eating the way mm. I was supposed to. You know, my whole thing going back on the road was like, yo, I'm going to treat myself to a steak. I lost 30 pounds. Yeah, yeah. And like after not eating meat for a long time, you're like, oh, we're going to such and such. I'm eating steak. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, we got to definitely hit that favorite pizza spot mm. or whatever it is. You know, like you get... You get uh, sidetracked in a sense, but like, yeah, like that mental preparedness. Like right now I'm going through this thing called noting. I don't know if you do that in your meditation, but noting is acknowledging it and then putting it to the side. Mm -hmm. The moment you acknowledge it, you've already faced it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, putting Mm -hmm. it to the side is redirecting your attention. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like where I'm at now is like, okay, yeah, that such and such I wanted today. Noted. Put it Mm -hmm. to the side. Mm -hmm. Eat the Brussels sprouts. Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so look, I, I want you to leave this conversation with some sort of game plan. Um, because and, and if you don't mind, I want to keep in touch and, and you know, kind of document, if you will. Not, you know, not so much directly documented, but do check Yo, in. Yo, Brits, you going to have taking fat pics in the mirror, bro? Nah, you should, though. Come Even, on, man. You're you going to make me take. You absolutely you should. You know, it's funny. Eat. My wife takes fat pics of me while I'm sleeping. Good. So. Good. <laughs> Because it's, that's an important... Yeah. I, I much rather people take pictures than get on the scale, to be yeah. honest. Because the scale is bad news. The like, scale, no. though. The scale. The, scale the scale don't phase me. All right, that's it, good. The, the scale is, is, is exciting when you look at it and you see the number went down. But when you look in the mirror and you're like, well, I still look the same. See, <laughs> see, see the scale is so elusive, man, because... Yeah. You know, that's honestly the worst way to track your progress. Because mm. there's so many factors that go into that number that really have little to do with fat loss right mm-hmm. sometimes it's water you know sometimes it you know because the the number is is it's blood it's it's muscle it's 
you know, you know, veins and organs and all, mm-hmm. everything. It's not just fat that's showing up there. So there's many different things that can contribute. Like if you're putting on muscle, especially if you haven't lifted weights before, if you're starting to, if you're starting a weight loss journey and you're hitting the weights, you're going to, you're going to get what they call newbie gains. Our bodies respond so fast to when you first start lifting weights, you're going to put on muscle, right? And that muscle is going to show up on the scale. So there's been times where I was doing everything right, right? You know, I'll go all week and I'll jump on the scale and the, the scale went up. And I would get so discouraged, bro, that I would just like binge. I would go mm. binge on McDonald's when all that was in hindsight, now that I know better, is I was putting on muscle mass. But had I been taking measurements mm. every two or three weeks instead of getting on the scale every week, I would have seen that. Right. I have cli- perspective. Yeah. yeah. I would I have clients that we do both tape measure and scale, right? First few months, I've seen that their their weight on the scale was, wasn't going down much, but they were losing crazy inches, seven inches, eight inches, and they lost one pound, right? But they went down a whole pant size, mm. but they lost one pound, right? I, I've, I've seen before and after photos of my clients that there was only a seven pound difference, but you would look at the photos and you would think that, you know, they have this big 30, 40 pound weight loss. No, body recomposition is a real thing. Your body is going to change its composition, but it doesn't always reflect on the scale. I went to a wedding yesterday, right? My nephew got married. Mm -hmm. And last time I went to a wedding, uh, it was... Um, man, I want to say it was fall of last year. So I'm the same weight as I was fall of last year, right? Mm-hmm. As of now. So yesterday I'm going to the wedding and my wife's like, um, what do you want to wear? Because she, you know, has had the time to go ahead and get everything cleaned and everything. And I was like, oh, give me the suit that I wore last year mm-hmm. to the wedding. Yeah. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was, I was fly. I was yeah. all right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So when we're getting dressed yesterday morning i'm putting i'm the same weight as last year but when i went to button that shirt i was like "Uh oh Mm. Uh oh Mm. maybe the weight's a little more here now it it moved around (laughs) a little bit it was humbling let's just say it was a button jacket kind of day yeah i got you you. (laughs) i know what you mean i I know all about that bro so like yeah yeah yeah, like that that, that's good man to like understand that like even though you're the same way it just might be it's just you know. your body recompositions. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's different, you know. Whether that's sometimes a good thing or a bad thing, but I say all that to say, don't put so much, um, don't give so much power to that number on the scale mm-hmm. because it's honestly the worst way to track your progress. I like photos. I like you know tape measure, body fat percentage if you have access to the equipment that accurately tracks that. But the scale is the last. I honestly don't know what I weigh. I don't weigh myself. Mm-hmm. I don't care what I weigh. I care more so about how I feel and then just what I look like or how my clothes fit. You mm. know, that's another good way to, to really track your progress is how your clothes fit. Because, you know, especially when you, you're like us, you had jeans for a few years or you got certain jackets that you know. Oh, how it's jacket fit. season too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'd rather people use those metrics to track their progress than the scale, man. The scale, you know, I've had emotional battles, wins and losses over this scale you know so I, I caution people as much as possible when it comes to that all right so right now i'm working on a, a course that's going to teach people the mindset 
behind transformation, right? We know this thing is all mental. It's all psychology. So I, I believe, and no one's, if you look in the fitness space, and I'm, I'm anti-fitness industry. I don't believe a lot of the things that the fitness industry are teaching the public. They're, they're not allowing people to really um, develop a good relationship with exercise. Uh, there's a lot of ego involved, especially in, in, with men when it comes to exercise. And I don't think it's serving consistency, right? It's, it's just not a good thing. But anyway, um, but if, if we learn the mental approach, if we learn how to heal the parts of us that causes us to overeat, if we learn how to handle these emotions and the anxiety and the stress and the depression that causes us to turn to food, that to turn to, you know, inactivity, um, if we learn how to combat that stuff, the mechanics are easy. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? We all know that we're supposed to exercise. We yeah. all know what foods to stay away from. We know that already, right? And the fitness industry is just trying to teach people that, but we know that. You know I mean, even uh, it's on different levels. We know on different levels, but it, it, we all pretty much have an idea of what we should and should not do if we want to if we want to be healthy, if we right. want to lose weight, right? We know but better. We, yeah, we, we know. know way better. We know, but that doesn't help. That and, and, but that doesn't change the fact that ninety eight percent of the people who go on these weight loss journeys fail. That doesn't help because we know, right? But what will help is the psychology. If we learn how to manipulate our psychology, if we learn how to adopt the right mindset, then the mechanics are super, super easy. So a big part of that is teaching people how to develop self-awareness and how to use their self-awareness, right? Because we have self-awareness, but it's not always applied to this area of our life because this is one of the most challenging areas to apply the self-awareness to because it takes courage it's, it takes courage to face yourself and to be honest with yourself about certain things that that you do that don't serve you mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it takes courage so uh with this with this with this course on uh, developing self-awareness but but to get to the nitty-gritty of what i want you to walk away with and you are equipped bro you you understand meditation you you are self-aware you understand the process of being successful with anything right the same principles apply that the, the, to you know where you what you have achieved in your in your career those principles that got you to this place they apply to you getting you know you becoming successful with your with your with your weight loss and with your health the same principles apply, right? You're very, you're equipped way more than the average person, to be honest. So what I teach is journaling, right? Journaling is a big tool. That's, I, I compare journaling to uh, a professional athlete watching game film. You feel what I'm saying? After every day, if you can sit down and jot down a certain, you know, a few things as it pertains to your diet, as it pertains to your emotions and why you ate the way you ate and why you didn't do this or why you chose to do that, your choices. If you can, because a lot of that stuff flies under the radar. It's, it's all subconscious programming. Mm -hmm. It's all just like a pro like we all have, you know, I kind of like to compare it to, um, an operating system on a computer. We all have an operating system that pretty much runs 
our daily choices, what we do, what we eat, what we drink, what we think, what, you know, all those things are kind of ran by the subconscious programming that I believe it's like at least 80 to 90% of what we do comes from that subconscious program. It's just habits. It's just habits. It's just mm -hmm. like a loop that replays every single day. And, and with this program, I'm going to learn, I'm going to teach people how to hack into their operating system and allow them to reprogram a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent what it is, man. It's reprogramming yourself, reprogramming your body. You yep. know, it's like, you know, even if you were to look at it like, and, and we all know this stuff. We all know it. We mm -hmm. just don't want to face it. And like for this, this is me facing it. Me holding myself accountable, coming here, doing this. Yeah. Uh, you know, podcast with you. You know, thank you for having me. First of all, no doubt. But like, yeah, like this is me and my way of holding myself accountable and starting to reprogram myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like. If you think about it like a car, it's like if you put a bunch of oil in the gas tank, it's going to take forever to burn. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because your car ain't built for that. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if your body is built for water, why are you drinking soda? You know what I'm saying? I don't drink soda, first of all. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I totally understand it. Mm -hmm. Now, this, like, this is the challenge part for me, like, holding myself accountable from this point on. Because somebody's going to see this, and they're going to be like, yep. what happened, bro? Yeah, yeah. And if I'm not, like, you know. If I ain't lost like at least a couple pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. And I failed myself. And, and I'm, and I'm going to do my best to contribute to your accountability, yeah. bro. And, um, because that is an important part of it, man. It's, but I think you have more accountability than you think you need because you have a family mm. that, are, that, that, aren't, that need you to be around, bro. 100%. And that's, it don't get more accountability than that, you know, than your wife and your daughter. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like, of course, it's going to take more than that. But really, if you focus in on that, that's all you need. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. One of, one of the hardest clients that I work with are people who don't have families. Mm. Single Positive men. reinforcement. Yeah. Single men who don't have much to live for, who don't. Because we'll do more for our family than we will ever do for ourselves. You feel what I'm saying? So it's kind of hard to motivate people who don't have kids mm -hmm. and who don't have outside um responsibility so to speak you know or accountability for their actions their actions only affect them at the end of the day then it's harder to get through to those sort of people if i'm not mistaken that's one of the biggest motivating factors for you like i, th I saw you post something the other day it was fat bricks with daughter yeah and then it was you know skinny bricks with daughter and i was like yeah. ah, i want that 100 percent, bro you know 100 percent. Uh. you know if it wasn't for my kids you know, I definitely and then, like, wouldn't have been able to do and, it. And, and then, like, seeing you, like, being active with your kids, mm -hmm. like, out exercising, yeah. working out, stuff like that. I'm like, yo, I want that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it, it's trust me, everything you're doing, man, is, like, motivating. Not for just myself. Like, for, I know there's millions of people yeah, out there thanks, that man. are just like, it, yo, I want that. It feels good, bro. And, I, you know, I just want to show people that when you make a decision, it starts with a decision. And, and it's not, you know, like, my journey began March 1st, 2013. And I like to tell people, like, that's not when, you know, I stopped failing. That's just where, that's just when I stopped quitting. Mm. I failed countless times after I made that decision. But I just never gave up. And that's, that's what it takes. It just takes that relentless spirit. It takes this burning desire. Like, you almost got to be obsessed but you're literally fighting for your life, bro. Mm -hmm. Literally. And you have to remind yourself that, that this is about vitality. This is about longevity. This is about 
legacy. You feel me? You, you got to think about the culture that you're creating in your household, the habits that you're teaching your child. You got to think about all of this stuff as you approach this because that's the fuel that's going to keep you going. This is not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. It's simple. It's very simple, but it's not easy. And you have to constantly remind yourself of why you're doing this. And, um, and I, I, But I believe you have the tools, bro. You, you definitely have the tools. And it, it just, it's just, you got to take it. It's super cliche. You got to take it a day at a time, man. Mm-hmm. You got to take it a day at a time. You can't try to do too much. You can't try to, you know, overexert yourself. You can't try to disrupt your 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 life too much because it's not sustainable. You got to think about sustainable approaches, small changes that you can commit to and build upon over time. This is, bro, we're mm-hmm. young still. And the mental battle. It's, it's 100% yeah. the mental battle. But that's what this all comes down to. Mm-hmm. It's it's calibrating your, your approach mentally and making sure that you're being calculated and you're thinking long-term, right? Marathon mindset, you feel me? You know, rest in peace, Nip. He was on to something with that whole with that whole thing, bro. This thing is a marathon. Mm-hmm. All of it. This this yeah. whole thing is a marathon. I've had thoughts like over the past couple of weeks where it was just been like, you know, it's like, all right, all right, you're 38, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. If this is the half point, how are you going to spend the rest of the mm-hmm. half? Mm-hmm. Are you going to spend the rest of the half like, you know, some family that I have, you know, you see them. You know, laid up in a bed or, you yeah. know, in a wheelchair or, you know, constantly in and out the hospital. Yeah. Diabetes, getting your leg amputated. I'm like. That ain't it. Nah. no. Nah, I'm trying to be the old dude running in the park. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That's 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 me. That's that's what I say, too, bro. But, you know, the second half of our lives is when we're really going to have our paper up, bro. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And, and what good is that? When we, you when can't we can't enjoy, enjoy it, it. Yeah. you can't travel, you can't walk around, you can't yeah. see things, you can't, you feel me? Like, it doesn't mean anything. Sometimes I look at things, right, and, and, and like, you know, never really equate things in a monetary way. You know, I don't put value on money too much. I like to put value on experiences, you Absolutely. know what I'm saying, and, 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 and enjoy those way more than... You know, the monetary side of things. Money is good, but money isn't everything. No, and money doesn't not. define you. But, you yeah. know, how you interact with the world and change the world, like, through what you're doing mm-hmm. is really what's going to bring you the most satisfaction. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So I look for experiences like that. Like, it's it's easy to take all the money in the world and dump it into a gym that you're not going to go to. Straight up. I, I did a poll the other day on Insta Story, and I'm going to wrap this up soon. Um, and I asked people, like, if you... Would you take a million dollars or the body of your dreams and perfect health, right? You know, most people said a million dollars because if I had a million dollars, I'll go buy, you know, I'll get the body with the million dollars. And I'm like, listen, I didn't say this to anybody, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure at least 75% of the people, their health would get worse if they had a million dollars. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Because, you know. Yeah, anyway instant access yeah bro it changes your whole life it's man. yeah especially when you ain't earned that million dollars that's yeah. a whole that's a whole when you earn it, it you respect yeah, it yeah, yeah. More. absolutely but anyway um i appreciate you you know Thank for you. coming out man Thank having you. having this discussion with me i do want to be a part of this if you allow, as much as you allow me to document it because I, i'm i'm big on that I, I i think a lot of people can benefit from seeing things that they relate to and seeing what's possible when when you put your mind to it and uh however i can contribute 
we're both real busy. We, we both travel a lot. I'm I'm only in Virginia one week out of the month. This is yeah. my one week out of the month. Career Probably right the here. same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, as much as we can align and and, and document and and I can hold you accountable, yeah, I definitely want to. I man. appreciate we just gotta, it. We got to stay in touch. Yeah. And uh, yeah, y'all. Until next week, make sure you guys. Leave the reviews on iTunes and all that. Make sure you share it on social media. Every time I get the screenshots, it's love, man. That that makes that makes all of the work that I put in uh, worthwhile, and I appreciate you guys. And uh, until next week, man, peace.